0: I feel like we've just created a new identity. Hashtag strength fluid, anybody? <laughs> or crotch strength. Like, I think that's a hashtag. Coochie strength. Coochie endurance.
1: Hashtag, hashtag. <laughs>
0: Welcome to the Peaches Ain't Pink podcast. A show with two cousins.
1: From different worlds. With the same dedication to glutes and truth. I'm Meredith Atwood, a former attorney turned coach and
0: author of The Year of No Nonsense. And I'm Brianna Belser, a Harvard grad turned TV writer and actor. Leave your expectations at the door and join us. Time to grow your peach.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Peaches Ain't Pink. Today we are talking about strength. This is one of the episodes in our glutes and
0: truth series. So welcome back. How are you doing Brie? Hello. Hello. I'm feeling great. And actually you saying the glutes and truth series reminds me that I need to break it down for the audience what that is. Yeah. So you know on the podcast we have our karen's and queen series where we talk about racial and cultural and ethnic issues we've got our precision not perfection series where we talk about your sort of inner growth and self-help glutes and truth is about that whole journey in terms of the body in terms of uh, drive and competition and things like that so we're going to hit a lot of subjects sports athletics we'll talk about what it means to be a woman in sports at least for us so Gluten truth, you should always be ready to get a little sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe we'll even
1: teach you a thing or two,
0: right? We got things to do. Yes. We got well, Meredith's the coach. It's oh, going to be that's great. Right.
1: That's right. Raw, raw, raw. So in this episode on strength, we are going to be talking about physical strength. And as a preliminary matter, it's good to note that there are all sorts of types of strength. We have emotional strength, intellectual strength. I'm sure there's many other kinds, but today... We're just going to hit on physical strength. So, Brianna, what does strength, physical strength, mean to you?
0: Physical strength for me is the manifestation of my power in the world. And specifically with weightlifting, I feel like if I can bench a certain weight, and it's hard, and I'm struggling, and I'm shaking, and my form is shit, and I come back a week later. Eh, I'm gonna
1: buzz you on your form is shit. We're gonna come back to that one. Okay, carry Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, and then a week later, I have grown such that I can properly bench, and I can hold my technique, and I'm not gassed. That stark representation of growth for me is power. Yes. Oh, I like that. Measurable. Measurable within yourself. It's measurable.
1: Mm Measurable. Yes. And that is, that's such a great point because the way I like to look at strength is that it is very subjective, right? So what you bench is not the same as what the girl on the bench next to you is benching what I'm benching, um, which is not very much. Um, but at the same time, I think there's this concept that you're either a strong person or you're not a strong person. So, what do you think we have? Well, now I'm kind of getting into the the mental side of it, but let's go back to the, the subjective. So I grew up in a sport where I was in weightlifting. So mm-hmm. the strength was very objective, right? You went to a competition, the weight was on the bar and that was it. So I felt like I was always strong because I was in a weightlifting competition, but there still was this objective piece to it Like, Oh, but I'm not as strong as someone else. And so where I've come to in my forties is that piece has clicked into place. And so many of us who feel like, Oh, I'm weak. You have to find your personal physical, subjective strength and what that looks like. And so circling back to what you said is you can one week do a bench. And then the next week do a little bit more and it's easier or a little bit more weight and that for you is growth in that physical strength and so that's kind of i think the context for what we're talking about
0: i love it but wait 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 i got buzzered so unpack me <laughs> my form yes. is shit got an You're eh.
1: full of shit yes and so the buzzer for those of you who are joining us and don't know about it Brianna and I have a carte blanche to buzz each other when we step on someone's toes or state something incorrectly, or we want to unpack it more. So in her opening, she said when she is lifting with bad form or something like that. And so I buzzed her one, um, what the heck? What was with the little <laughs> jab to yourself there? And then two, I don't think that you wave off proper form
0: sometimes i will get like really gassed like she hulk and i'm like i can do this and then my form is terrible and i'm like oh you're gonna get hurt like do you wanna Uh do you wanna you know calm the fuck down um maybe (laughs) drop it by five pounds so (laughs) usually when i can't hold my form i'm like okay you're you're you need to chill out
1: okay i got what you're saying So you weren't talking about like, I think it was Arnold Schwarzenegger who talked about, um, who developed this, this, um, bodybuilding concept where you do as many reps as you can with perfect form. And then when you start to really struggle, you get them done anyway, even if it's like with a back arch or terrible form, because there's growth and I forget there's a term for it. Um, it, but I mean, he's Arnold, I guess he knows, right. But the whole point of that, when you really, um, unpack what the point of that is, is actually stretching yourself. So the, the foundation Mm -hmm. of strength is to build yourself up until you can't do any more and do one or two more. Cause that's how you really pass that threshold of strength. And so, um, when you said bad form, I was thinking about that. So that's why you'll see like the, I think my kids call them Chad's. Are like the dudes in the gym. They always say they're right. a Chad. I didn't even know this was a, Chads. Thing. a Chad. Chad, yes. but you'll see them in the gym doing their bicep curls, and then at the end, they're like arching their back and having terrible form. But apparently, there's a little tidbit I love for that. You, you know, to no, I it love out. that. Yeah.
0: Well, I again to the point of physical strength for me being the manifestation of inner power. If you push those limits each time, you are banking on being able to grow and maybe that means there's no ceiling
1: there is no ceiling Mm -hmm.
0: i gotta believe that i mean really
1: yeah and the way you can look at it is if you so i was in the sport of olympic style weightlifting um Mm -hmm. in high school and if you look at people lifting in the 60s the 70s they didn't lift as much you know they didn't the technique wasn't as good there's all sorts of reasons and and same with track right people continue to get faster and 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 stronger and so what is the limit i mean there's none (laughs) we're
0: not limited the limit does not exist the limit
1: does not exist well to that end um i want to throw it in your
0: court hold on okay you're gonna keep avoiding (laughs) i'm gonna get you meredith talk about you (laughs) but i want to know just as a concept what does strength mean to you specifically physical strength yeah,
1: this, so I really resonated with what you said. Um, it's interesting. And I know we're, we're going to talk later down the road about the emotional side of this, but I, I feel like we can't, I can't explain my physical strength without touching briefly on the emotional side. Um, so for me, I wasn't fast. I wasn't, you know, a Barbie doll. I wasn't thin, but I was strong. And so it was a, a box for me to check that gave me power, just like you said. So while I may not look like you, I may not run as fast as you. I may not wear a size four. I can lift more than your brother. <laughs> and I, I love that. And, and so, amen. You, you know, I think in this world, there has to be some sort of strength. You, you know that you rely on and and that's we learned that coping really early in life but for me being strong was a very big sense of pride because it and back in the 90s with me um it wasn't really cool to be a female weightlifter it really wasn't so it set me apart um it cost me a lot of dates <laughs> because a lot of dudes were like what yeah what is with absolutely. this girl I was brought in to show the football team proper weightlifting technique. <laughs> that That's scored boss. Cool points with the boys, let me tell you. Now it was That's would, boss. Probably. <laughs> um, but it was a sense of power. It's like, you know what? You may not think X Y and Z of me, but I'm stronger than you. <laughs> and I got that. And so yeah, same thing. I think I think strength is a place of power. So to kind of ask that question, what happens if internally you don't feel you are physically strong? Because again, back to the subjective nature of it. I mean, we have to improve on our own physical strength by our own terms. What do you think is the best way to look at that sort of idea of how can I personally get physically stronger if you don't feel like strength is your strength?
0: That's a great question, and I'll tell a story in order to get to my answer. Um, Growing up, I played on a boys' little league team. I always played with boys. I had an older brother who's two years older than me. My sister is eight years younger than me, so she would be born, but she was a fetus. So you can't (laughs) play with a fetus. You can, but it's not recommended. (laughs) It's not recommended. Um, I was always a little bit rowdy, a little bit rough and tumble. I liked to jump and climb and hike and take risks. And Little League was great, because I was able to capitalize often on being the only girl. And I was excited at the prospect of kicking ass. I liked being <laughs> able to run faster. There was everything about that gassed me. Um, and then when I got into sixth grade, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, I really started focusing on music and a bunch of other creative things. And I didn't do any sports at all. Puberty is also coming for my life. All right. And so I'm <laughs> puberty no- is coming for my life. Puberty takes no prisoners. Oh, man. So I went from this sort of elbows and kneecaps little girl to like booted thighs. Just I just grew. Um, I believe between sixth grade and eighth grade. I went into sixth grade like 4'10 or 4'11, and I came out my current adult height. And so it was really difficult for me to be able to recognize and find myself in this new body. My Identity as one of the boys was so important to me. But then again, puberty, boys are starting to like you. And I've got this booty and these assets and whatever. And being from the South, there's a way that girls should be or should act. And I was too loud. And I was too bossy. And I need to uh, close your legs, put on some heels, wear a purse. And I just didn't want to do a any purse. of that. <laughs> oh, my grandma came for me once. And she was like, why don't you ruse your cheeks? And I was like, Rouge? So there was always this measure of femininity that I felt short of. I felt like I felt short of um, in that middle school period, no sports. Got to freshman year of high school and I immediately joined the track team. And I remember doing drills and these other girls who were upperclassmen were watching and they were like, oh shit, she's strong now in terms of technique i was terrible i'd never done anything with track i didn't know anything about strides that sort of stuff but just sheer power i gained notice and i remember feeling inflated again or feeling buoyed again Mm. so i stuck with it did it all four years jv varsity the whole nine and it was a massive part of my high school experience and my personal identity so to your question, I tell that story to say, what might be some ways to seek out physical strength when you don't feel strong internally? For me, I needed to know that I had something to offer beyond my looks and my appearance and beyond being funny or witty or making good test scores. And I loved shocking myself to see that I could run farther than I thought or to see that I could you can add five more pounds oh Mm -hmm. add ten more and and I think being respected by my peers who were more trained and more cultivated and they'd recognize wow you've really got something she's sweating she might throw up after the last (laughs) cool down but she's going for it for me that risk of take joining the track team and learning all of those things was so valuable so tip try some new things try you know a pole aerobics class and you'd be surprised that you can hold your body weight up Um, try sports try any sort of exercise maybe crossfit what have you but i think a lot of it starts with rise to a challenge
1: yeah Yeah. I I have a a couple of things to add to that. Um, I got a trampoline, (laughs) a mini trampoline recently and I have been poo pooing the trampoline workouts forever. I'm like, that is not real. You know, that's just my theory. It's not real. And then I have a friend and she said, you have to do this. It's called rebounder. There's classes. I was like, what, what? And so anyway, I get on Amazon and I get this trampoline and I do this 45 minute class. I died. And I thought, Oh my gosh, I am trampoline strong now. You know, and it's it's when you think about strength, it is anywhere you look, you can develop and cultivate some physical strength. Like just keep your eyes open. So if you have this theory that you're a weak physical person, you know, really open your eyes and try just like Bree said, like try something new, but don't poo-poo anything because I am. Still hurting from whenever I did that trampoline workout. Um, so that was what—that was a great tip. And then another thing that I thought about when you were talking about your experience growing up is how I got into weightlifting, and this ties really um, significantly to my a, a part of my book where when we're little, we get nicknames or people attach numbers and stats to us, and you know that we can internalize that and it becomes part of who we are, right? And when I was growing up and I was, I played basketball, um, the coach of the basketball team after a game told me, you're never going to be a runner if you run like that. And I thought, huh, Huh. I'm running. (laughs) I, I didn't know, you know, so that became like a part of me. Oh my gosh, I'm not a good runner. But then the next like blink, the next year, my basketball coach, you know, when you play basketball, the coaches will sometimes grab your elbow and like move you around the court to kind of position you. And I mean, maybe they don't touch the people anymore. This was in the (laughs) nineties. Maybe you don't touch your players, (laughs) Um, but he would grab your, grab our arms, like move, you know, Jessica, Jennifer, come here, you move here. And he would grab me and I wouldn't move. Like he would go to drag me and I would just be like, oof. you know, (laughs) there was no, you couldn't move me. I was just a Solid. solid human, you know? And so he, he was like, Meredith is super strong. you know, And let me introduce her to the coach of the local weightlifting team. I think there's something there. And it's interesting how I was told I wasn't a runner. I accepted that as true. My bad, you know, had to, had to disprove that in my thirties, which was much harder. Um, but then I was told I was strong and I accepted that theory and I went on to, to become a weightlifter. Right. And so when you think about your physical strength and you have these theories and notions of I am strong or I am not strong, think back to where that theory or that belief came from. Because you may need to go back to there and dismantle that a little bit because me trying to unwind the idea that I wasn't a runner, <laughs> I mean, it, it still is a hard thing. I still am like, ugh, not a runner. So yeah, That's other such people- a good
0: point. That's such a good point to acknowledge what's the inception of your self-concept and how does physical strength play a role? You said something I wanted to touch back on, which was the opportunities for physical strength are everywhere. And immediately this bullet list came to my mind. Um, my mom and I were watching the world of dance and there's a whole smattering of different types of dancers. And there were some who were doing sort of this break dancing and, we immediately were like, wow, they've got strong cores. And then there was a ballerina, and we were looking at her and saying, oh my gosh, her legs. Look at the muscles rippling. It's interesting. I bring, the, I say that to say this. Strength, as you say, can be found anywhere. And looking at every activity that these people have cultivated in the physical world, Requires some sort of strength. And the break dancer does not possess the same strength as the ballerina. But there's no doubt that they both are strong. Yes. And I think triathlons. I think um, biking, skating. There are so many ways to be strong that don't require you to strap up and lift 100 pounds, 200 pounds, (laughs) 300 pounds. So keeping it broad and, and inclusive and accepting um, is a great way, I believe to cultivate physical strength. Yeah. And I I like what you
1: said too, about the breakdancer and the ballerina, because that brings up for me, a concept of strength being fluid because I am not the same type of strong. I was when I was doing Ironman, I was endurance strong. I had a strong ability to wake up and go all day long on a bicycle. Right. You put me on a bike now, I give myself 20 minutes before I'm like, my coochie is on fire and I am not doing this anymore. <laughs> like, no, you know, you have like in right. cycling, you have got to develop your crotch strength, like all jokes aside, you know, you got to be able to hold yourself I don't doubt it on a tiny seat. And, and so when we're thinking about this concept of strength and, and for our listeners, where is it showing up in your life? you know, accept the fact that it's fluid and that finding an, your strength may, you still may be strong, right? This, the self-concept of strength, but it will change. It will ebb and flow. You'll become super strong in one way and not as much in another. And that's something to be celebrated. Like I can change the direction of my stream. Let's stick with the water metaphor. Like I can change the direction <laughs> of my, you know, strength, fluidity at any time I want.
0: And that's Hell yeah. exciting. It really is. I feel like we've just created a new identity. Hashtag strength fluid, anybody? <laughs> or crotch
1: strength. Like, I think that's a hashtag. Coochie. Coochie what did you strength. Say?
0: Coochie endurance. Hashtag, hashtag. There is a darker side to strength that I think is important to acknowledge here. Especially being a woman. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned a little bit that it didn't make you such a celebrity with the boys growing up, when you started to become stronger than them. And I think, especially in an American context, that's a challenge to masculinity. Men are supposed to be physically stronger. I found that to be the case, I got called swole and buff and built and solid. And those words really hurt me in my formative years in a way that now I cannot be pressed to find even one iota of hurt in that so so what i'm solid and you want to put a peach on your podcast i mean come on hello get like <laughs> me get like meredith um but i think on the other side with a lot of my friends i had some teeny tiny 120 pound girlfriends we were all the same height and i was 40 pounds heavier than all of them i've always just looked buff look solid <laughs> um And so it's been a topic of conversation without that sort of, wow, you've transformed or, oh, she let herself go. It's just, yeah, she's solid. She's buff. (laughs) She's that's she's a big girl. And what I found with my teeny tiny girlfriends is they found some degree of solace and femininity in being less physically strong. Oh, can you help me open this jar? I'm going to call him and ask him if he can help me move. I just can't lift this. And they related to each other in this way that honestly set me on fire. Where I'm like, you better open that damn jar, girl! You better twist! <laughs>
1: you better twist!
0: Put your back into it. Good form. Go! Hold! <laughs> Hold! Um And I felt less there were moments where I could stand fast and be the strong friend and the strong girl or guys would offer. It was a big thing, I think, to get your first little boyfriend by him saying, hey, can I help you carry your books? And I'm thinking, no, I got it. I yes. got this. Like you, We can chat and talk like what's good, but I don't need you to carry my fucking books. What? And rejecting those opportunities did a couple of things. One, it made guys not feel masculine or manly. So I was rejecting their their, their ness It was also not shoring up my womanhood and my femininity in this really cliche high school context. And what I found over college is that I had to, as you said, dismantle this idea that I needed to make men and guys, especially guys that I wanted to date, feel strong. Yes. What I, my answer to that now, I need to find someone who is strong. Because I am strong. Right. And there's no lessening or shrinking myself in order to be more of a woman or to be cuter or to be more feminine. And there's nothing about shrinking myself that will help a man become stronger or more masculine. I am. And ideally, he is strong.
1: Yes. Oh, so much here. So much here. And I mean, that's why I married a weightlifter. I mean, I married a man who went through it all and we all liked each other, right? We, we dated weightlifters. They understood you didn't have to explain to your date what a snatch was without them being like, say what? Right. (laughs) I'm like, it's not what you think. And then you say, well, the clean and jerk. And they're like, what? No, we're not talking about that either. Um, you know, so having someone who is And this is who is it that says you're the cumulative of the five people you hang out with. And I forget who I always forget to, I I don't know it, but I've heard that phrase. Exactly. But if you're hanging out with, you know, people who perceive themselves as physically weak or that strength is, um, I don't even know, like distasteful, not as feminine, um, whatever. So you got three of your friends who now think who you are is a flaw and that you should tone it down. And, and, you know, if anyone tells you you're too much, you gotta find someone else to hang out with, right? You are exactly as you are and, and should be. Maybe you could be more polite, but maybe not. <laughs> maybe Amen. not, you know? And um, so, yeah, I think that so often we lower ourselves. It's the crab bucket mentality, right? So you put a bunch of crabs in a bucket one tries to climb out the other crabs are like fuck no you're not leaving come back and they all like go after this one crab who's trying to escape and then they all get boiled you know Mm. and so you know the question is are you the crab that's trying to escape (laughs) or are you the one pulling other people down and and you know if you are the strong person Mm. i feel like it's our responsibility to show what strength is And to show that being a a strong girl is sexy and to show that people who perceive themselves as weak, that that's bullshit. Like I get, I get women all the time who come to me about coaching and they're like, well, I'm just weak. I I don't, I don't know how to lift. I don't know. And I'm like, let me introduce you to YouTube. (laughs) Like, there's no reason that you don't know how to lift right now, like there's really not if you cared enough about it, right? But the second part of that is it's often tied to their identity. They don't know that yes. it's okay to be strong. So they're actually not coming to me for something they could Google. They're coming to me to help them get out of the crab bucket, to support, Absolutely. to be that one person at, in their five who says strong is good. And so if we can all elevate ourselves to be this again, back to the subjective, To be the strongest version of ourselves, whatever that looks like. And it's going to decline as you age, maybe. I mean, it depends on where your starting point is, but it's always going to be fluid. Back to the river of strength.
0: (laughs) The flowing, ebbing
1: river of strength. I feel like we need a bubbling brook sound. Can you insert that there? (laughs) (laughs) I will.
0: (laughs) What I'm hearing from what you're saying, especially as a coach, is strength is for everyone. Yeah. 100%. It is for everyone. It's already yours. You already possess it. You don't have to acquire it. It's just time to leverage it or, or cultivate it. But you have it. You are yes. strong. Yes. Well, each episode
1: we'd like to send you away with a way to grow your peach. So, Brie, what, what are we doing with the grow your peach
0: episode? Or What are we doing with the grow your peach? Our question that we'd like to pose to you is in your daily life, Just on the weekend, how can you show a personal feat of physical strength? I'll give one or two spitballs. If you're a person who can't go up a flight of stairs without getting winded, just take the stairs all week this week. You will find, I'm willing to bet money, come at me, (laughs) that if you start on day one by day seven, you're not having the exact same physical reaction. This is, of course, barring any sort of extenuating health circumstances. I'm talking the basic humdrum average Joe. Right. Another example could be if you're a person who says that you just hate working out, do 10 minutes a day. Yes. Oh, I love this. We'll- so I, I want to insert
1: something real quick here. Do because it. Because a physical
0: of strength. Um, there's this
1: concept that we don't have time. And that's another episode. But the idea that we we don't have enough time to do a strength workout. The faster you do it, the lighter the weight, the more intense you can do anything and make yourself get stronger in 10 minutes. And so I would add to this feat of physical strength, how can you exhibit a feat of physical strength for you and do it in a time frame that works? So picks just like Bree said, like running up the stairs or get your little five pound dumbbells and do a hundred of them. Oh yes. Let it burn. Yes. So there are a million ways and we're going to definitely unpack a lot more on strength training as we go along. So thank you all for joining us. This was a great episode and we look forward to seeing you next time.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Peaches Ain't Pink. If you want us to riff on something specific, DM us on Instagram at Peaches Ain't Pink. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share with your favorite peaches.